What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin LeFave. You can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.LeFave, t- on Twitter at JevinLeFave. Find everything for the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Left Side Heavy underscore. Be sure to head to the YouTube if you haven't already, Left Side Heavy, and hit the subscribe button. Post full video podcasts there and more content coming. Today, I brought on Doug McRae from the Big Douglas Show. He hosts a Washington, D.C. sports podcast covering the football team, Capitals, Nationals. Very good show over there, so be sure to check it out. We talk week two, players of the week, disappointments of the week, and we go over some of our favorite matchups for week three. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Sit back and enjoy. It's episode 58 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin LeFave. You can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.LeFave, on Twitter at JevinLeFave. Find everything for the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Left Side Heavy underscore. Today, I welcome on a fellow member of the Blue Wire Hustle community. He has his own all Washington DC sports teams podcast from the Big Douglas Show, Doug McRae. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Uh so you're a Washington football team. They've had a lot of hype going into the season. And unfortunately, with the fits going down, Taylor Heineke steps in. But you've been uh, how long have you been running your podcast for? The Big Douglas Show. Yeah, I started it uh, yeah, like like a lot of podcasts. I think about a year and a half ago, year and fifteen months, something like that. fifteen months, year and five, something like that during the pandemic, and um, just slowly started adding episodes and shows and tinkering with the format. And, um, we have a lot of fun on the show. What inspired you to start it up? Uh, my brother and I, so funny, my brother and I, he called me almost every day and taught, we talked football, uh, on his way to work in the morning. And, uh, he said to me one time, we ought to do this as a podcast. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, but he was like, he never actually wanted to do a podcast. So he helped me set it up. And, uh, so, you know, I take a lot of his advice and work it into the show. He, he, back, he took it out on doing these things, but, um, so yeah, no, that, that's really kind of how it started. We just had a ton of fun with it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of excitement to have around the teams that you talk about. I mean, the Nats are in the middle of a rebuild. The Capitals are kind of peaking right now. They're in their last few windows of competing for a cup. Ovi's slowing down, but he still seems like he's at the top of his game. And then the football team, they're slowly becoming a workhorse in the league. You know, they haven't arguably top three defense. I don't think it'd be arguable, but arguably the best defense in the league. And... They faced off against the G-Men on Thursday night. 
Um, what did you think about the game overall? I mean, the Giants left a lot of points on the field, but Washington in the end, they came out with the W. So what were your thoughts during the game and post-game reaction? We were excited to get the W, of course. Uh, they did leave a lot of points. They've been the kryptonite for that uh, Washington team. <laughs> um, five in a row before that one. I think it's six out of the last seven. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so they, need, they needed that one in the worst way. Um, and, and they got they got bailed out. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, they were when they were up by a point when Heineke throws the interception there. So. Uh, it was a good game. The Giants are a little bit better, I think, than uh, what than, than what other people think. And uh, as far as Washington, they, the defense hasn't played as good as I think we'd have hoped that they would. Yeah, I think uh, that was the main talking point of the season was Washington's yeah. defense and how much they've improved because they showed a lot last year. And then that, I think vaulted them over the Cowboys for the favorites of this division was how locked down their defense was going to be. And yeah, they've been somewhat underwhelming for lack of a better term. Chase Young, he just hasn't gotten to the quarterback as much as other people thought he would, but it's early on in the season. Any team can improve. And like, it's so easy to not easy to turn it around, but there's a, there's time. You know, you just gotta take it game by game, snap by snap. But what? Uh, yeah, it's two games. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. It's two games, and and these Ron Rivera teams traditionally get better as the year goes along. Really young football team they put together in Washington. What was your reaction when uh, on the missed field goal and then the flag getting thrown? Uh, take me through your reaction to that. Well, you know how the reaction goes. It's all kind of expletives and inappropriate language. But, you know, the thing is that the, the team, the fan base has a, uh, a love-hate relationship with the kicker, much like probably for most fan yeah. bases. The guy's actually been fairly reliable, but it just feels like when you were sitting there watching that game with my wife and I looked at her and I said, Yes, nobody's going to miss this thing. Like, there was no way he thought he was going to make it. And, hey, listen, Dexter Lawrence bailed us out. I hope they send him all kind of beers and liquor bottles for that gift that he gave them. Uh, <laughs> they lose without that. So, uh, but we'll take it. He got another shot in there. I thought he was going to miss the second one. It looked like the second one was ready to go wide right, and then it eventually uh, sank back in left. So, I don't know. They've got improvement. they got a tough game unless the bill is coming up. That's always the plan. It's like, hey, he could still miss the second one just because he missed the first one doesn't mean the second one's guaranteed. But we'll uh, let's head to the Sunday slate. Let's kind of bounce around the the games, touch on as much as we can. But um, the Saints Panthers divisional matchup. Saints ultimate. Uh, they lose to the Panthers twenty six to seven. Jameis Winston didn't necessarily bring it this game like he did against the Packers um 111 yards two interceptions Saints couldn't get the run game going um I didn't didn't even felt like you heard Kamara's name being mentioned yeah I was kind of pissed about that because he's on my fantasy team and fantasy is all that matters right (laughs) but uh yeah that was interesting two battles are two interesting quarterbacks 
Uh, I have personally been a fan of both of them. I like Darnold. I think Washington had kind of uh, poked around about him uh, until Carolina got involved and, and gave them a, a decent package for him. I expect him to get better. And they're, they're so well coached in Carolina. The new coach there in Charlotte is really good. Uh, and it's odd because I'm a big Jameis Winston fan. I, I really liked him coming out of college. He thought he put it together last week. But listen, you know, quarterback, I mean, it's dependent on everybody else more than any other position. So yeah. I don't know how much he didn't have much time to throw the ball. I know that offensive line did not play well. Yeah, it seemed like Carolina was living in the backfield, the Saints' backfield. They got pressure all game. But are you a Sam Darnold truther, or do you are you still hesitant on him? I like Darnold. I like Darnold. I liked him coming out of college. Uh, so I'd like to see what he does in the offense. I'm not sure what the new offense is. I don't know enough about the new offense to know what it's supposed to look like, but he can sling it. Yeah, I, I'd have taken him if 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 the, if the like if my team had picked him up this off season, I, I'd have been perfectly fine with that. That's a that's a good way of putting it because I I think he just needs to be under the right uh, coaching staff, some a team that kind of believes in him. I thought he was kind of held back under Adam Gase, and I mean, who knows if it was the right decision to let him go? It's all hearsay and can't really find out until probably a few years now so uh, just to see how Zach Wilson does but moving on the Bengals Bears this one was a wild game uh Joe Burrow he uh had three straight interceptions on three straight pass attempts and the Bears edged out the Bengals 20 to 17 what were your thoughts on that game people love Joe Burrow I don't get it I've never gotten it you can have him you know Cool guy, I'm sure. Got a decent arm. I guess he gets the game. I mean, don't they all as quarterbacks? Now, Justin Fields, that's a guy that, again, we talk about things I expected Washington to do. I thought maybe they'd have been willing to, because the Bears only, that extra first that they gave up for Fields, if he's the real deal, which I think he will be, you do that every time. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. what the Bears are doing, not putting Fields in from the get go. That's a mistake on, in, in my mind. Um, and what happened to the Bears' defense? I mean, I thought that's what they were going to, you know, kind of hang their hat on, smashing people in the face and playing good back-end defense, and it's not nearly as good as it's supposed to be. Yeah, I think the three interceptions that they got are a little kind of overshadowing their inconsistencies. Like you said, I don't think they're playing as much smash-mouth defense like they're known for, but... They still edged out the win. Andy Dalton did get hurt, so Justin Fields did get time in there. Do you think he's going to be starting for the remainder of the season? Or Because Nagy did say that Andy Dalton is still the starter if he's healthy. So how do you think they're kind of – what's your opinion on their game planning? I think you're right. I, mean, I heard the same thing that, uh, with Nagy at – I mean, he'd have to explain it to me like I'm stupid because I just don't understand how you – I mean, you know what? Listen, I understand who Andy Dalton is, and I liked him coming out of TCU. Uh, and that was fine. But I just don't get at this point – I just don't understand how you justify leaving Justin Fields on the bench for any meaningful snaps uh, in favor of Andy Dalton. 
it reminds me so much of his time at Georgia, you know, where yeah. the coach yeah. would rather win games with defense, not make mistakes and went with from, uh, and eventually that's why Fields leaves. So I'm a Fields believer 100%. So why, you know, they're kind of not, I don't get that one at all. Yeah. I think maybe it's for, so he can kind of mature behind a veteran, but I don't think he, no, I don't think Dalton lasts past, either next week or week four, I think you got to get Justin Fields in because Chicago has a talented team. They just need to have the right pieces facilitating the ball, in my opinion. Completely agree. I mean, they have a number one receiver, right? There, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not every team gets to say that. They have a bona fide number one superstar receiver. Yeah, and with Darnell Mooney coming on the scene and then Cole Komet's also shown much improvement. I think I like Komet. And I think you got to get Justin Fields in because – he adds just another dimension to the offense. So, anyways, um, my Patriots um, pummel the Jets in a sense. Um, Nick Folt came to play, and J.C. Jackson came to play. Zach Wilson did not. He uh, throws four interceptions, as the people on Twitter are saying. He saw ghosts all day, but um. Did you catch any of this game? Like, uh, I did. I did. I, I've never been. I never understood the hype for the for the young quarterback uh, uh, who plays for the Jets. I, Zach I'm Wilson. His name right now. Yeah, I never got it. People are super high on him. Um, like people all around the league, they're really smart. And I, I guess I mean if they say so, but I never really saw it. Um, and you know. The Patriots, what's the last time the Jets have beat the Patriots? I honestly probably maybe like Mark Sanchez days. Yeah. But Yeah, I mean they just had their number for a long time. Yeah. So I like I like Matt Jones. I'm glad he started day one. I had I had always said this too. I would have never understood not starting him day one, even if they had kept uh Cam. Yeah, I think they should have I think they should have kept Cam Newton, but I think Mac Jones is the right, is the starter, but I think Cam Newton having him as a backup wouldn't be a terrible idea. But I just I don't know if he would have been like the morale in the locker room would have been good if he had this status of a backup. So maybe, yeah, who knows? But Damian Harris and James White running. Did you see that Damian Harris run? Eight broken tackles. I did. He's a monster. He's a monster. I when he was drafted out of Bama, I was like, when are we going to implement Damian Harris into the offense? Because he was a running back at Alabama. I I saw him in college a few times, and he was nothing but a beast. Why are we running Sony Michelle and James White? And why is Damian Harris our fourth string running back? Like it just doesn't make sense. And then when he started taking off last year, I'm like, this is what I'm saying. We should have been playing this guy more. Because he's a beast, and he's yet showing again that. And and I'm a and I grew and I've been a lifelong UGA fan, so like I was excited when Sony got there, but you could tell that's not what they were. That, that's not the style of football they wanted. He he's not a pound you up the middle like run you over tight back. And if that's how you're going to use him, then you know you were wasting his talents and better to get him out of there. Uh, with Mac Jones, that's you can tell that's exactly what they want to do. Yeah. Smash mouth football, yeah. 
get play action working, you know, get people off the young quarterback. So it, it's Belichick going back to the very basics and fundamentals of football, and that defense is really good. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for what this team has to offer. I have them just missing the playoffs this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they make it. And I think they got a bright future ahead. I just hope I just want to see Mac Jones stretch stretch the field a bit. I don't think he's thrown enough. I think he has an underrated arm, and I just want to see bigger plays. I don't want to see as many checkdowns and stuff. But I just hope they stretch the field a bit more. Um, Texans versus Browns. This one was a lot closer than I think it should have been, but. Tyrod Taylor gets hurt. He's placed on the IR. Cleveland wins 31-21. I, uh, I tweeted this thing that in 2018-19, Tyrod Taylor gets benched. Baker Mayfield comes in, and he gets rookie of the year candidate. And then two years later, he's starting quarterback for the Chargers. He gets hurt. Justin Herbert comes in, wins offensive rookie of the year. So we should bet money on Davis Mills money here. Money on Davis Mills, baby. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love that. All right, very slick. I had, I had not heard that before. I'm going to steal that. So like, no, that's great. Imagine, can, you have to feel poor Tyrod Taylor. Poor Tyrod Taylor got hurt every opportunity other than the Baker Mayfield, which he just knew he was going to play. Yeah. I mean, they poked him in his lung line. He was the starter last yeah. year. Hoped him in long a minute before the game's gonna start. Same thing in Buffalo. He had the opportunity to start and like some ran into like a cooler yeah. or something crazy. They drafted I mean, because the the guy could play, he was really good the first two games yeah. of the season. Yeah. He just something always happens for Tyrod. Poor Tyrod. Now the bigger story, now the bigger story there is the Browns. That defense is supposed to be way better yeah. than it. That's another another defense struggling early. Yeah, I is it just like they have too many young pieces or do you think it's just like nothing's coming together? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the scheme. I don't know, but you've got miles Garrett. There is not a young guy. They added a, the, uh, Jadavian Clowney. They've got Matt Wilson, I think from Bam in the middle of the field, Ronnie Harrison and, um, the kid from Florida plans. I mean, that's a stacked unit. Yeah. And I yeah. just, you know, it's like the Bears, you know. There's like four or five defense. Washington is one of them, where the defenses you just thought were going to be really good, and they just have not been so far. And that that that's troubling for a uh, a Browns team that probably plays in the toughest division in the league. Yeah, it's a very tough decision. Definitely up there. Um, Rams edge out the Colts, twenty-seven twenty-four. Uh, Carson Wentz sprains both of his ankles. I don't know how. <laughs> I didn't even know you could yeah, <laughs> same year. I don't know how. I don't know how he does it. He's always on the IR. Uh, seems like Jacob Easton. And then Tyrod. He seems like seems like Jacob Easton will be the starter because I think Sam Ellinger is injured as well. But yeah, the Colts. I had them winning the AFC South over the Titans because I think they had a better all around roster, but. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen with them starting 0-2. But uh, what are your thoughts on the Rams? The new Matt Stafford under center. Yeah, I, I love the Rams. I mean, again, you got McVay who comes from the Washington coaching tree. And uh, then they drafted Todd Gurley. Uh, like I said, I'm a big Georgia guy. So, obviously, I'm ecstatic that Stafford gets out there. I got Stafford as like the fifth best quarterback in the league right now. And again, Washington tried to get him too. 
got outbid um, because I he can he can play. Yeah, he can. He, he's yeah. a huge upgrade. So it's Super Bowl or bust for the Rams this year. I agree. Uh, Cooper Cup, very big day for him. Uh, nine receptions. Got him on my fantasy team. Love oh, that guy. Lucky guy. <laughs> 163 yards, two touchdowns with a long of 44. He's an absolute player. Denver beats Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence struggling, but you can't really blame him for what Jacksonville has put together. But Teddy Bridgewater, he had he had a pretty good day himself. 230 yards, two touchdowns. A game I didn't really pay attention to. It was kind of just over to the side. Red zone didn't really flip to it too much but um, yeah did you uh grasp anything from this game i didn't watch a ton of this game um i had hoped that they would give drew lock another chance but i'm a teddy bridgewater guy yeah. again lump him in lump him in with the you poor bastard group you know because that's again every time it feels like he's heading in the right direction somebody hits the brakes and yeah. changes course but I, but he could play. I mean, he's been a player all his life. Um, so I, I, I'm excited to see what they could do out there because the defense is still good, and that team's got weapons. Yeah, you know, I mean, Jerry yeah. Judy and uh, Cortland Sutton and the no uh, the tight end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I won't even attempt to pronounce his name, yeah. but no, they got talent. So um, we'll see. It's a, they're sneaky. Uh, I guess it. I guess at the AFC. Uh, East, I mean, that that one there with the, the South, or not the South, but the West might be the toughest one. So as good as the Broncos may or may not be, I don't see how it really matters. Yeah, no, totally fair. Um, Bills, Dolphins, they shut out Miami to a hurt once again with bruised ribs. I'm pretty sure I saw that he was day-to-day. Redemption game for the Buffalo Bills, but this one was kind of... Not really much to uh, cover on this one. Uh, did you want to talk about that game at all? Uh, the Bills are good. I watched a little bit of that one just because I know we're going to play them this week coming up. Um, John Allen's got a huge arm. Uh, and to me, he's like if you mix Lamar and Patrick, you know, you kind of get what John Allen is. He's a better thrower on the move than Lamar and better runner than Patrick. I'm, I'm not saying he's necessarily either one of those because yeah. frankly, I think he had one year, one good year. You know, I'd like to, he hadn't been great to start the season off. So we'll see. Excellent defense. Um, Next game here, uh, San Francisco and the Eagles, 17-11 uh, for San Francisco. Eagles, not quite the performance that they um, put against Atlanta, but I mean, after that Atlanta game, every Eagle fan that I know on Twitter was telling me how great they were going to yeah. be, how fantastic yeah. Jalen Hurts is. Okay, right. I don't mind Jalen Hurts, but he's kind of inconsistent. But he's a winner. I, he's a winner. I don't know if you can win with him in the NFL. I'm I'm just not sure of that like I I dig Jalen Hurts. And I, like I said, I'm a SEC guy, and and uh, and he came into the division. I thought he played well last year. Uh, he seems to win. I just don't know if you can. I don't know if you're winning Super Bowls with him. Yeah. Um, Vegas and the Steelers. Vegas win twenty six to seventeen as a touchdown underdogs. 
Are we? Is this team? Is the league? Tell me this. Tell me this, bro. What's up? We tell me this. Are you more surprised at how well Vegas has played so far, or how poorly the Steelers have played? Because I was thinking about that earlier today, prepping for your show today. And that's I haven't decided. Are you more impressed by Las Vegas because they played really well, or more surprised how poorly the Steelers have played? Uh, both, because I think the Raiders had a really good week one, and they followed up with a really solid week two. But I think Pittsburgh just needs to bring more. I Ben Roethlisberger, I think, is holding them back. Like I think they, I just I think they need someone else back there who can kind of be smarter with the ball. I just think Ben Roethlisberger, he's kind of done. But I mean, the Steelers are a very talented team. They have one of the best wide receiving cores in the league, and they just got Najee Harris. So they have a really good offense, but I think either Ben needs to kind of step it up or they just need someone new back there. And maybe Dwayne Haskins is the answer as someone who can learn behind someone instead of thrown to the fire right away. But good luck. Yeah. But um yeah, I don't know where the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now. My buddy wanted me to shout out his Steelers on the podcast, but I don't know. I think they need a bit more consistency right now. Lump them, lump them in with the pile of defenses that we've been talking about on this episode. Yeah. You know, another one really thought, you know, they just gave Watt his big new deal. They got a lot of pieces on there. They decided, you know, it wasn't necessary to keep Bud Dupree. Uh, and we'll see. But again, that that's a team that I think had planned on relying on the running game and the defense. The offensive line had been great and Ben's been suspect. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Minnesota, Arizona. Uh, Cardinals win off of a missed field goal from the Vikings. Kyler Murray, 400 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Could Kyler Murray compete for MVP this year? He's been kind of balling out. He's electric. He's electric. And the real deal. Um, and there's no, the interesting thing about Kyler, there's no reason to think he won't stay healthy. Yeah. People point to his size, yeah. but. In reality, I mean, he hadn't been, he's been very durable. Uh, he's just one of those guys that knows how to take care of himself. I, I definitely, I mean, why not? They've got weapons. They've got a ton of weapons. Yeah. Uh, and the defense looks like it's playing better. I mean, Isaiah Simmons looks like he's the reason they drafted him that high after not looking like it last year. I agree. Right? So, yeah, I, 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 to me, there's no reason that he can't be in contention for an MVP, if not this year, within the next couple, for sure. Yeah. Are you, uh, if you had to pick Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson, who's the better player? Uh, it's like uh, asking me if I want to get punched in the stomach or kicked in the dick here. <laughs> uh, I think I would go with Lamar just because, like, Kyler's a better quarterback he's a better thrower of the football and i guess i don't know him as a person but i know enough people around that ravens organization that i mean he talk about a leader of men and who you want to build your team and your franchise around i mean do you see john harbaugh ask him yeah. if he wanted yeah. to go for it on fourth down like that's who lamar jackson yeah. is and and they're treating him that way you know i mean when they took him they, they didn't take him and then make him not do what he's best at, right? They tried to 
improve on what he wasn't good at yeah. while allowing him to be great at what he does great. So again, I, I, I signed me up for both, you know, but I think if I was starting a franchise tomorrow with anybody in the league, other than Patrick Mahomes, it'd be that man in Baltimore. All right. Um, moving forward here, uh, Atlanta fall to the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, he only threw for 276, <laughs> uh, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, there, there's, the key. there's the key. I'll throw for 10 yards if I get five touchdowns. I know. Tom Brady still doesn't seem like he's aging. It's as just ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Pats fan, so I'm forever thankful for what Tom Brady brought to our franchise. I bet so. A Washington point of view, when you watch Tom Brady still sling it like he's doing at 44, what is your, what's the thought process going through your head? Terry McLaurin's caught a pass from 10 different quarterbacks. <laughs> so, you know, be, be thankful. When I look at Tom Brady, I think, I hope that those fans uh, are and were thankful because uh, I couldn't even begin to tell you what the franchise looks like when you got a guy that can sling the ball on a consistent basis. So that's what I think. Oh, it must be nice. He said he uh, playing until 50 isn't out of the question. Do you think it's possible? I mean, you, you tell me. It looks like it's possible. I mean, he's going to have a better year this year than he did last year. And they're really not asking him to do anything. They put together one of the better offensive lines in football. Nobody left in the NFL because Peyton retires, reads a defense better than Tom. So, yeah, I mean, I, and, and players are going to keep coming back, you know, like they did this year. You ever seen a team reload all, all the people on the team? Me neither. It had never happened yeah. before. That's the Tom Brady effect. And as far as Washington goes, I hope – they kind of do at this point, which is kind of what they've already done. I hope we look at the Tom Brady model that Tampa Bay used and just continue to load the roster up, which is really what they were, had hoped to do with Fitzpatrick. So, and then, you know, get a guy, you know, I'm sure well, not, not Tom, but I mean, heaven forbid an Aaron Rodgers falls in your lap, something like that. You've got a really good team. Um, and you'll put one of these older veteran quarterbacks in. So that, that's kind of what I think when I see him. But mostly, damn it, must be nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable still seeing him the way he's able to sling the ball around at his age. Um, Cowboys edge out the Chargers, twenty to seventeen. Herbert, you know, I, uh, you know, I definitely watched this one. Yep, because we just lost to the Chargers. Uh, and playing a really good game against them. That Chargers team is really good. Justin Herbert is the real deal. Yeah. They got Derwin yeah. James in the back end of that defense, and he's the real deal. So they came to play. They drafted Rashawn Slater. He stoned Chase Young. So hat goes off to him. And listen, the defense, the Giants, you know, are a sworn enemy, but they've got, they've got a really good football team. And if the uh, and if the former if uh, Quinn can get them to play anywhere near respectable defense, which they've sort of done the last two weeks, even without Dexter Lawrence, the offense is going to be incredible. You know, it's going to be one of these teams yeah. that you got to keep up with yeah. rather than beat. 
that that's the new NFL. You know, it's not it's not about it's like scoring the most points and keeping up. You got to get to thirty. First man to thirty. That's a good way of putting it. Because yeah, I think if the Cowboys if they can just play manageable defense, they have the offense to put some points on the board. So I think that's all they got to focus on. But yeah, Herbert, bright future for the Chargers franchise in general. And, and to me, Dak's a top five quarterback. People don't say that enough. I don't know why people hate on Dak Prescott. Just because he plays for the team that I root against, you know, I yeah. respect that man. That's yeah. quarterback. Yep. He's unbelievable. And yeah, I think the Dow I think the Cowboys were right for giving him uh, a good payday. But Tennessee edge out the Seahawks by a field goal in overtime. Uh this was an electric game. And did you see that taunting penalty against the against Reed on the Seahawks? I did. It's the the new the, the rule is there and it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting because I don't know exactly how you adjudicate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. You, you, this guy does that. I mean, some of them you can see. I, I was we were watching one of the games and I told my wife because the guy just stood over him and watched and I said, Oh, they throw a flag on that, you know. You know. Yeah. Which is what that's yeah. a trash talk. No. The, the, the league said we're not we're not gonna they're doing it in college too. You cannot do it anymore. We want it out. Problem is how long I mean, are we counting? Is it five seconds that you can stand over a guy? Is it you know, yeah, two sentences, three words? What what do you throw a penalty in? And everybody's gonna view it differently. So I, I hate that. There's got to be a spirit of the rule where you're just convincing guys that, you know, we don't want that, don't do that. So, I don't know. It's, it's tough. And, and if it's going to change the outcome of games, I really hate it. Yeah, I, I'm i not a huge fan of it. I think it's just let the guys play. Like, because the players wear their emotions on their sleeves. And, like, it's you're going to get these bursts. Like, if you just expect – two guys to battle and then one guy beats the other guy one-on-one like on a 50-50 catch emotions are going to be flying and like you just are going to penalize him because he's just the adrenaline's flowing through his body like sometimes the players don't even know what they're doing when I hate it yeah I think I think it's a stupid rule I think you just got to let players kind of Trash talk is so much fun as viewers and fans of the game. And I think the NFL, the no fun league, that I think they made a bad choice by penalizing so many players for very soft calls, in my opinion. But uh, Sunday Night Football, the Ravens edge out the Chiefs to a lot of, to most people's surprise, I would say. I had the Chiefs winning, covering money line, all that. Because I think they had it. You know, they got Lamar early. They got that pick six early. Um, but they had him early. Yeah. yeah. But Lamar, to my surprise, he came back and he won Baltimore that game. I didn't think it would happen. But what's your thoughts on the Sunday night slate, the Sunday night game? Well, Hey, you know, you know, and Jevin, it's not just that one. It's been all the primetime games, right? I mean, they have been really good. Football's got to be ecstatic. Yeah. Numbers are through yeah. the roof. They've got this TV deal coming up. So 
I can tell you exactly what they think about these games uh, because the product on the field is it's what we wait for. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's yeah. why it's why we jones for it in the offseason to get back to when the, the, we're playing again. And, and that team and and listen, that that's that's it, right? That that's who we expect to be in these AFC title games. So to see the heavyweight fight like that that early in the season, I mean, how can you not love it? And and again, that's why I said you just got to respect and, and take your hat off to Lamar because that dude's a winner. He finds a way. Yeah. Like he just, yeah. that's one of those guys that doesn't even comprehend what hating to lose is. You know what I mean? Like they just can't, can't comprehend it. Yeah. He balled out and I just, you just got to tip your hat to. And, and, and what's crazy is we're talking about Lamar and what we should be talking about are like guys like Kelsey who touchdown move run. and run. A wide receiver. I mean, that's a 250 pound yeah. man. He gave. Yeah. I haven't even gotten Nicole Hartman involved. Imagine that's a four three guy. Seriously, that touchdown Kelsey had when he just started when he was bouncing off guys like he is unbelievable. He's an absolute. I got a team too. Yeah, but hats off to Lamar for kind of silencing the haters and all that. I think that was a big game for him. They needed that one in the worst way, didn't yeah. they? Totally. Uh, the Packers on Monday night redeemed themselves against division rival Detroit. Uh, 35 to 17. The Aarons came to play today or came to play. Uh, Rogers 255, three touchdowns, all going to Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones had four total touchdowns on the night. So, hell of a game by Green Bay. They were losing. At halftime, by three, to everyone's surprise. But they uh, edge out the win. What were your thoughts on that game? Aaron Rodgers is the second-best quarter, third-best quarterback in the league. You know, yeah. I mean, he's incredible. He's so good. He had a bad game. He had a, everybody has a bad game. He had a bad game week one, whether it was because of all the offseason stuff or the fact that the line probably isn't nearly as good as it's been yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, which happens when you're starting left tackle goes down. Um, but anybody that thought there were big problems there in Packerland, I okay, you know, he's incredible. So, and he, and he made and and those two throws that he made, uh, last night the one to Tanyan, uh, for the touchdown that was a dime, uh, you couldn't even see the ball, you couldn't see the ball, yeah. It was in so tight, you couldn't even see the ball between the defenders. They tried three different camera angles on the TV edit, couldn't find the ball one time. And then that basket tossed the 17 down the sideline. I mean, so good. There's, there's two inches. There's a two inch space there where you could put that ball and he dropped it in there. And, and, he, and, and he didn't even have to move to catch it. Yeah. So yeah, it was unbelievable. Know. It was. Aaron Rodgers is so good, and I think as long as he's in the league, he's always going to be top three, in my opinion. And That's right. I think that's yeah. fair. But uh, this moves us to our players of the week and our kind of disappointments of the week. So I'll kind of let it go to you, but who is your player of the week this week? Well, uh, let's see. I think there's a lot of them that you could go to. Max Crosby out in LA or uh, in Las Vegas has surprised me a lot. That, that kid can play. 
I think you got to give it to Lamar there, right? I mean, you knock off the uh, first, yeah. second place team in the league. They needed that one so bad because they, they've lost to him, I think, four times now, Lamar has. Uh, a couple of regular seasons and at least one playoff loss. So, yeah, I think Lamar gets it. Who you got? I, um, I was going to go Lamar, but I'll kind of go somewhere different. And I'm kind of bouncing between two players here. But I'll uh, there's like Derrick Henry, there's uh, Cooper Cup, there's Aaron Jones, but I'm gonna go to a guy who played above expectation, and I'm gonna go Daniel Jones because yeah, because I think there's he has a carrying reputation that he turns the ball over and he's very undisciplined with the ball. And he's, he's a wild card, but I think he played a very good game and he kind of got screwed over by some calls where he could have even had a better game than what he played. He had that big touchdown run that got called back because of a holding. And I I think... And the bomb to Sterling Shepard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, listen, Daniel man, that's a fine way to go. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. You could have also put Kyler Murray yeah. in the discussion. Yeah, you... But um, listen, Daniel Jones has won eight games in the league. Four of those have been against Washington. He's a Washington killer. Yeah. I don't know what it is. He does it every time. So he'll have to, before he becomes a good quarterback, he'll have to do it to somebody other than Washington. But he get, no no doubt he had a great game yeah. on, on uh, Thursday. So I, like, players had better games than him, but I'm just kind of going to what some people expected him playing against a good defense like Washington. So I was like, I'll just kind of, I'll give it to Daniel Jones. I'll give him his time in the sun. But um, yeah, nah, he, who was a player that kind of disappointed you this week? Well, while we're talking about Chase, uh, Daniel Jones in that game, I'll take Chase Young on this one. Uh, Chase Young is in like the 40s for the past win rate. He's down in the bottom third for um, you know rush win rate. So I don't know. He'll he'll bounce back and get it going. They've chipped him a lot, but to me, the reason that that defense starts and ends with him, yeah. he's got to get going. I agree. Uh, my player is DK Metcalf because he got like four penalties against the Titans, and I don't really think he he just he had a really bad game. Like I think he kind of held his team back quite often. He got two. He got a holding call and an unsportsmanlike call on the same play. And then he went to get more penalties a couple drives after. And then he kind of only put up 50 yards. I know a lot of that's Russell Wilson throwing him the ball, but when you kind of screw the team over by holding them with penalties and stuff, then... I'm with you. DK's got to show yeah. he had a good one good year. He's another guy that people are that people seem to be higher on than I am. Yeah. Um. So we can kind of mix the so like on this show we do a segment called Time for the Press where um, listeners send in questions and we kind of answer them on the podcast and. This one kind of goes with the next segment, so I'll kind of tie both together. But uh, Hayden Barton asks, what is the biggest matchup in week three? 
and I was going to kind of talk about what matchups do you like this upcoming week. So we'll kind of tie both together. But what, um, as to Hayden's question and just my general curiosity, what is your favorite matchup this upcoming week and some others that you maybe want people to take note of? I'm going to look at this thing. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to this. This Washington Bills game is is a big game. I mean, really, for Washington, this is kind of like a figure out where you're at moment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because the week after that, it's Falcons. And then after that, we're we're looking at uh, a hefty lineup with some really good teams coming up. So I think they're going to find out real quick where they stand on this thing. Uh, let me see who else comes up. This Chargers Chiefs game. I was looking at that one too. Right, ought to be a good one. Dolphins Raiders. Two electric passers. Dolphins Raiders. I think that could be a good game yep. with how Vegas has been playing and Miami has a good lineup. Uh, just a matter of like, is Tua going to be playing? Or your game. Your game. Your game. Saints Patriots could be good. Yeah. Um, Hayden, who asked the question, he's a Saints fan, so we're gonna have to watch that game together. But the yeah, I think yeah, I think that yeah, that game could be good. Bucks Rams, I think, is going to be the game of the week. I just saw that one. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be a hell I gotta, of a game. To be honest, I hadn't really started scrolling through next week. I've been paying attention to this Washington Bills game to prep for the shows. Now, Eagles Cowboys. That's. I mean, personally, that's, that'll be one. Obviously, that I'm watching to see. Yeah. Kind of what happens, and that forty nine. There's a couple. Good, there. You know, this is a good slate. I've loved this football game, man. Some good matchups this yeah. week. This 49ers Packers game ought to be a great yeah. one. Vikings Seahawks. Kirk Cousins and that Vikings team played good enough to win. Yeah, couldn't kick a field goal. No, I think it's going to be a wicked slate um, this week, and yeah, it's it it's going to be super exciting. But. Uh, Doug, uh, this has been super fun. I've kept you long enough, and I appreciate you coming on, giving me your time. And this is your time to uh, plug anything that you're working on, plug your show, and where can the people follow you? Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on, too. This, uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I'm at, at Big Douglas Show. Uh, we're on all social media forums. We do... Um, it's Washington football team based here during the football season. Uh, we do a Monday recap show. Uh, Wednesday, we do like an opposition Wednesday. I get a reporter from the other team come on the show and give us some details on the opposition. Solid. And we usually have, have a local guy come on Friday to do a preview show for the weekend. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast, um, at Big Doug Show and all those. And, and the podcast is The Big Douglas Show. That's awesome, man. And you guys know where to follow me again on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube Left Side Heavy to find full video podcasts and potentially other content. I haven't uploaded any other content on there, but I'm anticipating more to come. But Doug, once again, thank you so much for giving me your time, and we will see you guys next time. I just got a Went from ducking and fucking and now I got put in the friend zone There's no need for discussion, I just really loved how you get low But I'm dipping, I'm cutting, the shorty ain't worth being ten toes, ten toes I, I, I just gotta let go, call me a Benzo, paid all cash, I won't take no rentals, killing my